thanks that's all for today 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 hello good evening good morning good afternoon it's 2023 and i am back with season four of thanks that's all for today it's me your host harriet mullen and i am back and i hope you all had an amazing christmas and a very very happy new year this season we have more fantastic guests on the podcast we chat all about their careers we share some laughter and some occasional tears too. This episode, I get to sit down with an absolute icon and female boss, professional dancer turned choreographer and creative director of the It Girls. It's Tracy Dennis. Tracy Dennis, this is your life and I'm only joking. Hello everyone and welcome back to Thanks That's All For Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. Today, looking back at me on my screen is the gorgeous, the iconic... Tracy Dennis. Tracy, how are you? I'm great. What an amazing intro. Thank you, Harriet. I haven't finished yet. I've still got to give you your full intro. That's so kind. I should have just stopped there. Look, I've gone on to two pages with your intro. We've got to give you the intro you deserve. Now, Tracy Dennis has been in the performing arts industry for over 20 years, which I can't understand because she's only 21. She started out as a pro dancer and has since become creative director of the It Girls and has taken her passion of dance to choreography within film, TV, advertising, marketing, fashion, corporate events and live shows. She really has built an empire within the luxury entertainment industry. Now, her dance credits include performing all around the world. This is where I turn on to page two. She's trained in cabaret and burlesque in Paris and even became a lead dancer for Lido de Tournai. Is that how you say it? The Tournai, yeah, it's it's, it's the Lido tour. Perfect. Gorgeous. Now, I have to say, this was my favourite thing I found out about Tracy Dennis. She's danced on Top of the Pops. That's my favourite thing ever. I love that. (laughs) That is iconic. Also on the Brit Awards and has worked alongside Take That, Holly Valance, Westlife and The Prodigy. And with the It Girls, her incredible company, the list is also endless, working with the likes of Sony, Mercedes-Benz, Channel 4, Virgin, Richard Branson and sharing stages with Craig David, Boy George and The Overtones. Ladies and gents, Tracy Dennis. Woo! Honestly, I've absolutely enjoyed that. (laughs) I really I felt like, like, oh, my part, I'm a part of it. I felt like I was watching Red Norton or something. You've had such a great career so far. And I mean, what you're doing with the It Girls and what you've created there, not only a business for yourself and your family, but also so much opportunity and work for so many girls. I mean, what you've done for me in the few years we've known each other, I mean, I've just had such a great time working for you and I've been to places like performing in Claridge's or when we did that incredible gig in Turkey or singing on the roundhouse stage in Camden I mean Trace they're venues that I could only dream of like when I was studying and you've been able to offer that to me so personally thank you from me but how amazing to be able to create that for other people as well 
you know what that is such a nice thing to say I do yeah yeah and it's always on my mind um, the well-being and how important work is for other people and to generate work and actually going back in time that is the whole reason that I did start this because I wanted to get again more power over the work coming in and didn't want to rely too much on uh, auditions and someone else making that decision whether I got the job or not I wanted to take matters into my own hand and generate my own work and and work for my friends because I had such a great group of female friends around me and male but mainly female and I was like I wanted I want to I love you guys so much I want to work with you too um, which is always, which is always uh, a bit controversial because, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out. But it did. It did. It worked out. And um, yeah, that's been the whole, um, I suppose, heartbeat of the whole thing, which is looking after people and nurturing your friends and and making sure they are in the correct industry. And it's just trying to keep that industry uh, that entertainment industry alive and trying to keep people doing jobs that they should be doing and that's what I do feel very passionately about but obviously when you've been in a career for so long there is I'm not going to deny it there's those days where you're just so over it and you're and you're thinking about different things to be doing and different people to be working with so I'm not going to say that it's always amazing because that's definitely not the case. And especially when you've done a job for a, a while, um, you're chasing some highs uh, that you've previously experienced. And when you've achieved, um, I haven't achieved everything by all means, but I have achieved quite a bit like anyone would in 20 years, mm. but 19 years, wherever, however long I've been doing the It Girls. But yeah, that it, yeah it's almost harder because yeah. your standards get higher. Definitely. And you're like, it's all right. It was okay. Could have been better. Da, da, da. You see the faults. And yeah. Well, I love working for you, Tracy Dennis. I really do. And as I mentioned, Tracy is the creative director and owner of the It Girls. And after admiring her work, and their work for absolutely years. I was lucky enough to be put in contact with Tracy through my now manager, Portia. And in 2019, I was waiting for my final round of an audition. Of an audition. Is that right? Final round. Yeah. Final round of an audition in London in a Starbucks. And I got a voicemail, a voice note even, from Tracy. And it just so happened that the pandemic hit just as we were about to work together. So we've been in contact since 2019, but it wasn't until August 2021 when we first got to work together and I got to make my It Girls debut. And it's like I said earlier, it's just been such a great job. And I just think it's absolutely fantastic what you've created, Tracy. And thanks for letting me work for you because I love it. You're amazing, Harriet. I was just actually saying to Mark Franks from the Overtones on the phone this morning, I said, I'm so lucky. I'm always so thankful for, to Portia as well, you know, for introducing us. I said, Harriet's just amazing. Just, I, 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 just, I wish I could have 10 Harriets. <laughs> oh, thank you, Trace. I think you bring out the best in me. I can't believe it's work sometimes. Like you said, it's a really great environment to work in because it's a lovely, lovely group of women. You really do. And I will talk about it when we get to your It Girls era section of the podcast. I really want to know what you look for in your It Girls and how you've created such a wonderful, supportive and nurturing group of women.
So let's talk about your background, Trace. How did you get into this wonderful creative world? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it's thanks to my mum, Michelle, taking me to dance lessons when I was two. Mm. And then, and then get me wrong, I have memories of um, being at school and going, I've got dancing after school. I just want to go home and watch TV. So don't get me wrong. I wasn't like this real keen, eager beaver dancer. It was something I did something I found I was good at. I wasn't good at a lot of things and I was good at that. So I kind of just, um, I followed it through and I was very clear about what I was going to do. When I went to um, do my A-levels, I said to my teachers, I'm not going to the university. I'm going to start working as a dancer. And their face, the jaw just went on the floor. They were worried for me. They went white, thinking, what is this girl doing? Spoke to my parents, like, can you talk sense into her? But mum was really supportive. She took me to Pineapple and Dance Works. And we just started auditioning, which was hard for me because I hadn't been at a professional dance college. Mm-hmm. I trained at a very high standard local dance school. And um, I just started auditioning from the stage and from adverts like that. And when you are, uh, when you come from a background like mine, when you're in an audition process, it's quite difficult because, um, uh, well-known choreographers teach at professional colleges mm-hmm. and schools. I didn't have that rapport. I had people coming in saying hello to the choreographer that was holding the audition. They had a rapport and they'd get, and I, I didn't know anyone at all. I was just as random. So that was difficult for me, but I just kept trying. I, um, yeah, I'm quite persistent with stuff. Sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. That's great, Trace. <laughs> You've done amazing. And I think you're so right with um, the, the whole getting ahead by being at a drama school with some of the choreographers because I do believe having done the podcast now for a couple of seasons quite a few people have said that there's even classes at university or drama schools in particular where they're taught the actual audition dance for certain auditions so that then when they graduate they can go to you know whatever musical it is first round and they already know the dance wow okay yeah. that's not fair but <laughs> yeah it's not fair is it no but I suppose people are paying a lot of money for these schools so they want they want something that is going to get their kids in there I suppose um yeah. oh it's a tricky one it's a tricky one and sometimes yeah you can't teach what people are looking for sometimes you can't teach that anyway so yeah, uh, yeah I, I I don't believe yeah it's a head start but it's not everything I don't think so do you think you learned more going and getting yourself out there and auditioning at that age than going and studying somewhere because I think you yeah I don't think you can teach like you just said about not being able to teach certain qualities I don't think you can teach what it's actually like to be in the industry yeah 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 yeah. I totally get that and um things like some quite tall lifts um, I learned on the job when I worked for Princess Cruises with fantastic, gorgeous male dancers that came from Vegas. Um, so I learned all my lifts. I remember being criticised because uh, on my, one of my first jobs for not being aware of my spacing, because although I danced in groups in my dance school, I was mainly like I did my solos in modern and tap and I liked to choreograph by myself and I wasn't really aware of choreographed uh I was but not enough Mm. and I remember being criticized for that and it was just really great criticism I remember not feeling like oh my god I remember thinking oh okay like it's a like a like you know um I'd I'd seen the light yeah (laughs) 
it's, it's just all good. I think just get working, get working as soon as you can. Definitely. If someone thinks you're good enough to get, you know, offer a job to, then then you are, and then then the learning starts from there. It's great. I was just going to say, it's not only learning with the steps. It's just, uh, uh, as I know you know, Harry, it's just learning how to work in a team too, and, mm. and it's getting on with people as well as yeah. knowing what steps it is and what patterns you're doing and when you're on stage and when you're not. It's relationships backstage, which you're learning too. Definitely. Now, Trace, what was your first professional job? My first professional job was in Japan. At a, it was a small hotel, very nice hotel that had some cabaret in the evening. And um, we just, it was random. It was very strict. It was very strict. And uh, women in particular weren't really allowed out on the streets wow. in this certain town uh, after sort of nine o'clock or whatever, because it wasn't seen to be done. It was in one of the onsen towns. And uh, yeah, it was eye opening. It was very eye opening. <laughs> But um, and and it just it just started my journey and my step up the ladder to a different culture and travel and never been scared of travel never been scared yeah. of travel and I've always felt at home wherever I am in the world so I I I, I had a realization that that was something that felt comfortable for me so I could go I wasn't worried about going anywhere and working but the actual job itself. Yeah, you know. You got to go to Japan, Trace. Who has the first job in Japan? That's amazing. But what was the thought process behind making that transition from professional dancer to choreographer? Was it something that you were like, this is where my career is going? Or was choreography something you've always wanted to do? And which one do you prefer, Trace? Now, I definitely prefer choreography. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was younger, I I had the hunger in me to dance and perform, and that overpowered the choreography. But I had an opportunity to choreograph when I was in my early 20s for what what was called Wow Let's Dance, and it was a VHS slash DV compilation of how to dance to your favourite dance (laughs) pop song. And um, before the celebrities came out and did theirs, um, it was me on QVC selling these DVDs. Amazing. Five, six, seven, eight. Well, you know, I know. I know Steps had their own uh, routines. But, um, yeah, it was basically that. And I was a dancer in the first volumes and they needed a choreographer for the rest of the volumes. And being a uh, more, I think I was more confident then than I am now. I just basically said to the producers and the directors, I can do that. I can choreograph it for you. And they were really worried about me taking this because they thought I could do it, but they were worried about my personality being too soft, maybe. And they were worried I wasn't going to be as direct because I wasn't traditionally kind of, um, I don't know. My my nature is, I suppose, not, I don't order people around, um, Mm. put it that way. And they just needed the job to be done. So they're just raising their concerns, which is fair enough. And I said, no, I'll be able to do this. I'll be able to direct them and tell them what to do. It's fine. And it was the confidence of the young 20-year-old in me that got the job. And I choreographed the whole volumes. And I went on to QVC and sold them. So it gave me presenter kind of experience. Amazing. And um, that really helped me and got me started. I mean, they're laughable now. They're absolutely, they're just cringeworthy ones. You know, they're really, because my hair, my hair, Harriet, for one. No, I bet they're amazing, Trace. I've got to watch them. Are they, are they available anywhere? Can I watch it? 
I'm sure they are. <laughs> I just haven't got a VHS player or a DVD player anymore. This but, is um, where we differ, Trace, because if this was me, I would be like, right, Ben, you've got to come and sit down and watch me on TV. Have you ever done that? Because that would be me as a mum. I'd be like, you've got to watch. <laughs> By the way, just to mention that Tracy's son is my head of security as well. <laughs> How old is he, Tracy? Seven. Seven. So he is the head of my security and he's so professional that he actually stood outside a dressing room while I was getting fitted in one of my show costumes and didn't let anyone in. Superstar. Exactly. And he was at Terminal, whatever it was, um, early hours of the morning with a bottle of water for you, wasn't he? Oh my gosh, yes! (laughs) I couldn't have been happier to have seen the lovely Ben, my head of security, at the gates when we arrived, yeah, with a massive bottle of M&S water, Tracy, not just, <laughs> not just any old water bottle, an M&S bottle. Now, Trace, can I ask you, what's the best thing and the worst thing about being a choreographer, would you say, in your opinion? I think the best thing is probably being, you know, having a vision, like a lot of people that are creative, having a vision and then bringing that to life and seeing it the the way that you would expect to see it, but actually better (laughs) because the people that you're working with are so bloody good, like yourself, Harriet, that they exceed all expectations. And you're like, okay, I had that idea. This is how I kind of wanted it to work. But, oh, my gosh, they, them, the performers, they have just made just turned it up a notch and so the collaboration aspect of it is so rewarding because it enhances your ideas uh, um the worst thing the worst yeah the worst thing is um oh my god there's so many different things there's so- <laughs> oh my goodness working with me <laughs> for me it's second guessing my work um because I would work something out I perhaps create something and go, that's not good enough no, change it and change it. And then I'll change it back again. And then I'll sleep on it. And then I'll wake up. No, I need to put another eight. I'm going to change that eight. It's the second guessing of it. And you get nowhere. You just go around in circles and you get you get nowhere. Yeah. Will we see you on stage ever again, Tracy? Would you oh, go God. back to your dancing roots? With performing, I mean, respect to you guys and dancers and everyone that gets through the show because I'm not sure I've got the stamina anymore. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'd have to work hard to get my fitness up, I think. And my feet, dancing in heels, your feet get um, used to not dancing in heels. And uh, yeah, that's why I do like taking my classes because I'm back in a pair of heels again. And and because I'm demonstrating to the max, to demonstrate the style I want, whereas when I'm dealing with professionals, um, they, they they know the style a little bit more. But when I'm teaching beginners, I really go for it. Because yeah. I'm like, this is how I want it to look. Yeah. And then I am, I'm back in the game again. So I'm ba- that's when I'm performing, really, Harriet. <laughs> and you are such a good teacher. It's really important to mention that, obviously, within the creative industry, we go into it. Well, I certainly did. Like, I want to be a singer. But then there's so many other opportunities that come at you that not only pay the bills, but also add another dimension to your career. So for you, 
being the dancer, the choreographer, creative director, and also your fantastic classes that you host. And it's really important to mention that because I don't think everyone who's talented can teach. And one thing that you do for me, which I'm sure you do for all your your singers and non-dancers slash movers, is that you demonstrate with the counts and then you demonstrate with the music. And I think that's great because you understand that not everybody goes on the counts. Some people go on lyrics and obviously your dancers will go on your counts. But I think you've got a great understanding of how to teach any level of dance. And that's something that not everybody can. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, thanks, Harriet. It is a, it is a challenge, the, the, the teaching thing. It's not, not something that I kind of uh, enjoyed straight away, but I'm enjoying more now. Um, and because it has its challenges and I'm trying to, like you say, just dip into those, um, like think the ways of pe- the way people think and the easiest way to do it for somebody. And um, yeah, yeah, you always like a challenge, though. It's what keeps us alive. Yeah, it must be really interesting, like for your brain, Going from teaching like your it girls who are all professional dancers, they just pick up choreography so fast. So you must like have a day where you're teaching pro dancers and then you go to beginners and it's completely different. That must be really difficult. I do find that difficult and I have to really be careful with that. Yeah, for sure. I I really have to have a chat with myself and go, yeah, that would look good if they've got five more years of experience behind them. Yeah. But they haven't so it won't look good so let's change it let's do something a bit more simple and then they'll enjoy it and they can do it so yeah and it's a fine line between pushing them because the classes are mainly fun it's fun yeah. so uh, I have to keep reminding myself of that because I'm so used to working towards a show yeah uh, that we're getting paid to do you know yeah. and I'm like this is a fun it's a fun thing there's no, no pressure <laughs> yeah no pressure I think it's so great what you're doing, Tracy. And I am going to be coming to one of your classes. I hope you've got a martini glass there for me to sit in or something. (laughs) Right in that. Amazing. So, do you want to play a game, Tracy Dennis? Honestly, I've said your name about 12 times already. It's so satisfying. I love, it. love it. This game is called Would You Rather as a Creative Director? So this is a quick fire round. I'd love your honest answers. If you are dishonest, I'm going to have to end the call. Jokes. So, Tracy, would you rather as a Creative Director? <laughs> Doesn't make sense, the question I'm about to ask you, so I'm going to have to rephrase it. So would you rather an international job or a UK gig? International. So that we can sit on that veranda again like we did in Turkey, do you remember? <laughs> that was wonderful. Would you rather a long time to prep or a super quick turnaround? Oh, that's so tricky because it's in my nature to have, uh, to need, I need urgency sometimes to get mm-hmm. things done. I think in my old age, it would be time. I need time. I think with my old age and my experience. You're not old, (laughs) My long in the tooth ways. And I think in the old days, it was like boom, 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 boom. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. But now the detail just gets huge. Mm. There's detail on top of detail on top of detail. And none of that can be missed um but like like I say my (laughs) I I fight against that because my character 
in order to get things done and just to get those wheels moving, I do need a certain amount of urgency. And what about in terms of the actual tracks, do you prefer a great beat or a great lyric? Great beat, I would think. Wonderful. Because I know I, I watched your most recent choreography showreel that you put online, which was absolutely fantastic, shot beautifully and just showcases you in the most amazing light with all the events you've done over the years. But also your voiceover is fantastic. There's the presenter in you. And you said that you like to fit choreography around the lyrics, which I thought was was so interesting. Do you prefer working with a big cast? So your full six dancers, it boys, because we can't forget the it boys, they're fabulous. Um, maybe two vocalists, or do you prefer more intimate? I think the smallest one I've done with you is me, a male singer and two dancers. What, what's your preference? Oh, that's a tricky one. I do like... I- the, the impact of a bigger team is fantastic and you can you can still make it intimate if the audience size is still small um people always worry about to the performers being too many like the ratio for how many people are in the mm. audience but i mean i i love if if the stage allows it yeah i i love a big team because the impact and i mean it's just more talent isn't it it's not to say like when you did that amazing gig with David, you know, you and him and then the two. Da- I mean, there's something so charming, I think, mm. about that. There's yeah. a charm to that. And um, and yeah, OK, it might feel a bit different because you haven't got as many people on stage, but it's still definitely enjoyable because yeah. because and that could only work if all of you are, are as strong as you are. If you've got a weak link on the stage, it's just like it's we move into an amateur dramatic yeah. type performance. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> but, I love dancing with with ha- just having the two girls there. I mean, it wasn't actually me, was it, Trace? It was Marilyn. <laughs> that was my Marilyn, was Marilyn. Monroe night. <laughs> 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 clear, I wasn't there that night. Um, somebody did come up to me that night, though, and ask where when I was dressed as Marilyn, where the other singer had gone. So not David. And I was like, oh. They don't know that that was me. So I said, oh, she had to leave. Love a bit of the uh, the acting role play there. Um, also, uh, your final question in this game is, do you prefer a large corporate event or a small intimate event? What's your preference? Mm. Yeah, small intimate event, definitely. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always a pleasure to entertain anybody, you know, um, but intimacy for me because the connection that you can get I think as a performer and as an audience member you can really feel that energy it all if it's all done correctly if all the stars align with lighting and sounds and staging and correct timing of putting on the show if everything's done correctly and um then then uh, yeah it, yeah it, it could be magic But again, those details need to be, yeah, people need to know what they're doing. You need to be working with the right professionals to create create what seems magical and like it's just come together like that. It hasn't. (laughs) It hasn't. (laughs) You work so hard, Trace. And as well, you do a full sound check of going through the staging um, and also for your vocalists it's you know in the forefront of your mission that day to make sure we have a full sound check which you wouldn't believe 
is an always an importance um, when you're doing some of these yeah. events. So for you to allow us that time and you always say to me, are you happy with the sound? And obviously I'm the biggest diva ever. So I'm like, Tracy, I'm not doing this anymore. I quit. I hate no. Um, It's, it's just such a well-oiled machine and you know, you've done the it girls for like you said about 19 years now, which is just credit to you and credit to the girls that you work with and the guys that you work with that it's just been so successful. And with that in mind, I'd like to go on to this next section, which is called the it girls era. So obviously we spoke earlier about the brief outline of why you wanted to create the It Girls, but when was the moment you were like, right, I'm starting it. And and how did it come about? Well, I was poorly. I was, I had an illness that put me to a standstill um, in 2004. Yeah, it was 2004. Yeah, it put me to a standstill. I couldn't work. It was just it's some strange thing that we now know is a nerve in my neck and head. But we didn't know that at the time. And, but you know, when you get so poorly, you can't do anything. So it was just a real kind of, it gave me a opportunity to stand or sit still, lie still (laughs) in my bed, but just to think, well, what's the next step? I was still really young, like 26, but you know, I'd been dancing a lot and I felt like I'd achieved a lot and I need, and I was ready for the next step. And I was thinking, what can this be? And then just started choreographing. I had a flat at the time. It had a roof terrace and I used one of the windows as a mirror. <laughs> Still do today in this house. Um, and I choreographed some routines and I had the support of Adele does. Uh, Adele is a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. That is an amazing makeup and hair artist that used to dance with the it girls as well mm. now talking about support when I was making up these routines I was then invite, inviting Adele round uh, to teach her them and to ask her opinion um mm. uh, because I was confident I was very confident but still like is that any good I'd say I'd say to Adele is that is that good I don't know and she was like oh <laughs> probably a bit too much she's crazy herself she's like oh that's amazing we love Adele <laughs> so much that amazing but she gave me the confidence to yeah. to then maybe do some more she, oh my god and she's the same today she's yeah. so sweet you'll do anything or put something together oh my god it looks amazing she's <laughs> honestly the best support at a show isn't she I I always whenever I do a show and Adele's not there I'm like what's missing I need yes. some Adele love because Adele does our hair and there's a moment before any of the shows where you just have like half an hour or 20 minutes with Adele and it's just like ah oh, <laughs> calm and chat about our lives and just yeah she's such a positive influence and credit to you guys that you know you still from 2004 to 2023 you guys still work together in you know within the it girls just in different roles so were you two the original it girls yes yeah 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 for sure she went off and did a band she's a very good singer at one point and then I worked with other people then she came back and that's the thing this thing about the it girls you go off and you do different things you can come back and And, uh, talking of the the it girls themselves and the it boys do you 
audition per se for the it girls or have you ever done auditions or is it from recommendation because obviously from our relationship we were introduced and brought together by Portia who obviously has been working with you for about 11 years and you guys have worked together and collaborated for absolute years so it was from recommendation is that how you work with with choosing new it girls Yes, yeah, I, I I rarely audition. I invite, you know, people say to me, other dancers, other performers say to me, oh, actually, I've got a friend I think should be really good because people that work with us, Harriet, they they understand like you do, like what's needed for mm-hmm. the show. They, you know, you get it, you get it straight away. And so, so if, you know, it's people know other people and they just say to me, I think she'd be really good. And so sometimes I just invite people along to a rehearsal and just say, join in. Or mm-hmm. or just before a rehearsal, I just book the studio for an extra half an hour, an hour, mm-hmm. invite that person along and just see if we can vibe and to uh, think if, if it will work or not. And yeah, that's that's mainly how I work. Um, there's such a huge amount of choreography, as you know, that needs to be learned for the show I mean it's epic it's epic the amount that needs learning so they have to be willing they have to mm-hmm. really want to do it because there's a there's a lot of work involved <laughs> so oh, but it's but, you know. just such a fantastic job though and is there anything like maybe three to five things that you look for in an it girl like because you know your girl Harriet would love to be an it girl dancer no, I'm joking <laughs> When she can no, shoulder her leg. I honestly, when you can shoulder your leg. I've oh, never been able to shoulder my leg. I've been saying to Tracy for about a year now that my dream is to be able to shoulder my leg. And so hopefully she'll accept me when I can do that. But I have had a groin injury, haven't I? Set me back. <laughs> Set me back. I was doing so well. I was on track. But is there, say, for example, you said to me, I need a knit girl. What three things would you require? Or are you quite open to you know different types of dance or is there a particular dance that they need to be good in or it's such a good question because there's so many elements and within the team that I've got now and that you've seen throughout the years everyone has different strengths Mm -hmm. so and and it it is it's just not one thing sometimes someone's better at some things and not others and so I suppose it's it's personality First and foremost is personality and it's it's like, okay, sometimes we have to be adaptable and it's, yeah, it's just having a um, sort of respect mm. uh, amongst the team and just, uh, yeah, I think that it yeah. starts with respect and the personality first and then obviously they've got to be a talented dancer. The height is great. If they've got height, it's always great because I do like to keep kind of the vintage showgirl vibe alive mm. The tallness helps with the impact, but you know it's not essential. It's not essential, but also I'm very visual and and just um, it doesn't have to be like identical, like crazy horse, absolutely to the teeth. It has to look like it can't be too much like this, you know, going on. Um, but you know, once the girls are moving, and if someone's not, you know, five foot ten or whatever, but they've got this amazing energy and smile about them, then no one's going to notice that they're a couple of inches shorter than the girl standing next to them. Um, It's just, everyone's got their own personality. Everyone's got their own strengths and it's just drawing that strength out and encouraging it out. And um, although we're doing the same steps, I hope everyone can feel like they're being themselves at the same time. But yeah, that's a really good question, Harriet. (laughs) You can't put your finger on it. 
no. you're like well you know and and it's so nice if someone's friends with someone already because yeah. the unity is there I think that's one of the most amazing things about being in the It Girls is the girl gang mentality. Like when we went to Turkey and we all went out for dinner the night before the shows. And I think we did a cheers and we were just like, we're so lucky that we get to work with each other. And I think when you genuinely get on as well, you get a better show. Everyone can tell like New Year was so much fun and we all had such a lovely time together. All of us getting ready together, doing the show, celebrating New Year. I think it just shines on stage. I don't know how you do it, but every single person that I work with in the It Girls, I love them. But you see, you guys put in the hard work too, because, you know, you can meet someone, you can like them instantly. But to build that bond, it comes with spending time with each other. And you guys put the time and the effort in to do the rehearsal and to talk to each other. And like you guys put that time in. So and really, yeah, it pays off. It pays off hugely. So I'd like to ask you what you think the It Girls mantra is like your unique selling point, what makes you different from everybody else and so successful. I mean, you're coming up to 20 years of the It Girls. What's your secret? What's your story, Trace? Oh my God, madness. Yeah, sometimes I think I'm crazy when I catch myself carrying around all those props, all those party props. <laughs> and when we saw the feathers uh, like cut, come off the plane, um, <laughs> when we'd landed, we were all like, the feathers are here, we've got them. We saw them on a little trolley. <laughs> leave the plane you've got to be a certain type of personality to kind of keep it going haven't you but um yeah so um unique unique is what a lot of people strive for and it's what I mean Christ everyone's seen everything today haven't they Mm. um I think to make things personal is key as well like and to make your clients feel like you've done a a job for them a really personal job for them you've sat and you've listened to their brief and you've molded this show and you've hand-picked these artists and you've um you've choreographed this show to their space and to their timings and what they'd be doing are they eating are they having a glass of champagne are they partying make sure that entertainment is, is exactly right for what their guests are doing and um, if it's an even a special occasion like a birthday party their names you know who's at their tables, what a special song maybe that they might like to be played. It's that personal touch because this occasion will hopefully be remembered for all of their lives and yes. we're to do that, we're to do that. And, and, we're, and that is so an honour to have been asked to be part of that night. So um, I can't do enough to make things perfect, personal yeah. and special for them because they deserve it. A hundred percent. And um, yeah, that is at the forefront of my mind the whole time. It's not about, you know, how much money they've got. It doesn't matter. Like if you've got two pounds or 200,000 billion trillion pounds or an, an, an island, this moment is really special. And that that is the most important thing. And when you started the It Girls, did you know straight away there was going to be a luxury entertainment brand? Was that where you were heading? Did you think these corporate fantastic celebrity events were where you were taking the It Girls or is it something that's evolved over time? I think from a business point of view, I recognised quite early on that I wanted to work with the best and they needed paying professionally. Mm -hmm. So I did recognise that I'd need a professional budget to be able to afford the people that I wanted. So 
I, I, I recognised that I needed to aim high to get the budget because the lower people couldn't give me, not the lower people, but the smaller budget people yep. couldn't give me what I wanted. So yeah, I, re- I, I knew that. I knew that I'd need to aim high because I wanted to pay people basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's not a huge amount of money in it when you haven't got a celebrity profile. And even when you've got a celebrity profile, it's still really hard. You know, you've got a celebrity profile, there's more people to pay. Yeah. Your entourage is bigger. So, like me, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> you are in my eyes. You have a million dollars when you're up there. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, so yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's as well as the client, as well as us creating a memory for our clients, we have to create it for ourselves as well. Because you know, after one gig, we're not going to buy a house, put it that way. Mm. So we have to find another reward as well for this like in any job I think it shouldn't always be about the money no Um, no matter what you're doing and with this final section of the it girls era I want to play a little little tiny game just going to ask you three questions in this section called Trace's faves I'm not going to ask you to choose your favorite it girl or your favorite anything like that (laughs) (laughs) Trace's faves um but uh I would like to know, just from your point of view, what your favourite type of event to create for is. Because obviously we did that amazing Hindu in, in Turkey. Or is yeah. it the charity balls or, you know, like private parties? You've seen you do some fantastic ones. Well, I've done some fantastic private parties with you or massive corporate events. Do you have a favourite or do you just like them all? Oh, my God, Harry, you're so good at these questions. I'm sorry. I'm not sure I'm good at answering them. Um, I do like them all because they all bring something special. Mm. I think you can only start enjoying them and uh, creating the magic when the sound and the lights and the staging <laughs> and the catering. Have my lot got bed yet? Have their bed? Are they what? Is there any water anywhere? Oh. So it says. Sorry to bring those boring logistics back no, again. No, not at all. Only when those are in place mm-hmm. can you then think about you know what what you've really enjoyed I've only got one kid but I think it's the same as having lots of different kids yeah they bring so many different things to you you can't choose because of the different uh, enjoyment you get from the different ways yeah because you could have like a massive charity event with loads of celebs fantastic but your girls haven't been fed. You haven't had a sound check. There's no dance floor because there's tables everywhere. So you've got to change that. Yeah. So I, I see yeah. what you mean. Then you might have like a private party, but you've got accommodation and, you know, you're fed yeah. and everything. Um, have you ever done a job that you have thought that is my favorite job ever? You know what? I'm not sure if I have. I'm not sure if I have because I love so many because of the different people that have been on the jobs and I love them equally, you know, and I'm like, that was great. But then that was also great because they were on the team. Um, I mean, it was just the highlight to uh, we had a performance in Shanghai for Virgin. Virgin was celebrating their direct flights between London and Shanghai. And we were invited to perform in Shanghai to celebrate this and Richard Branson um, was at the party and he loved the show and he was dancing he said what are you girls doing tomorrow and we said oh we're flying back to the UK uh, we have another job in Italy we're going uh, we're landing and then we're going straight to Italy for another job and he said 
no, you're not. You're coming to where we were going. You're coming to Australia with me, first class. What do you want? What will make it worth your while? And we were, I was on the spot. We were just all put on the spot. We were like, I mean, it was a shame if I can just put a little dampener on this. Um, I did get a second team together and for the Italy job. And this is the thing where when you're not a massive, massive company, you have to be careful that some things, but unfortunately this team wasn't polished enough for um, the Italy job. And I don't think, I don't think the clients are too impressed with what they got right. for the Italian job. And that still fills me. I know I've had this amazing experience with Rich Batson, but I can't help thinking about this yeah. that didn't get what they thought they were going to get. Yeah. Um, so that that is just the way things roll. But we chose to go with Richard and it was the most amazing experience. We did a prom- performances for him at, for Virgin Unite in um, Australia and Virgin Money. And then we, and then we, when we got back the next year, he asked us to perform at his son's 21st birthday party. So this is going back a while because Sam's not 21 anymore. Um, so, yeah. And, and since then, he's always we bumped into him in Verbier on the slopes. We bumped into him in London at the Kensington Roof Gardens where we've done things for Virgin. And again, we're invited to his Oxfordshire home. We've still got to get to NECA um, to do something else for the Virgin brand. Um, Amazing. So- yeah, he's he's been very supportive, yeah. actually. Um, he's just been really nice. And Holly as well. The whole family are just mm. really down to earth and just really, yeah, really nice. So that was probably my best connection. Yes, my best yeah. connection is, is him. And I write to him sometimes and sometimes he replies and sometimes he doesn't. But yeah it's yeah that's yeah, fantastic yeah. what an amazing connection to have and what an excellent dilemma to have I've got a gig in Italy tomorrow <laughs> but Richard Branson is offering to fly me first class to Australia he gave us some tickets afterwards and I flew first oh, I went, flew back to Australia to see a friend first class with those tickets and that's but why you, you call Michael Richard yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, he reminds me of this global entrepreneur. Do you think he's made island, by the way? Um, yeah, that's what it is. He's very humble. It's not guaranteed that you get first class. Even if first class is booked out by, he will sit in the economy too, you know. Wow. Uh, it, it's not guaranteed and he makes that very clear. Uh, he, he said, yeah, um, well, he was trying to get us to Australia when we wanted to go to Italy. Mm. He said, you know, if I can, we'll, we'll fly. It's depending how busy the plane is, we'll fly. But yeah, it's not guaranteed. And that's what I love. Fantastic. Yeah, it's not guaranteed just because of who he is. He'll sit in economy if it's all booked up. Well, um, I hope I he rings you soon and I get to fly first class. I'm going to send him another email, actually. <laughs> I'll ask him on the podcast. Before I ask you your final thing about the It Girls and we close off the interview, I've got to ask you, do you have a favourite It Girl costume? Because your costumes are insane. They are absolutely fantastic. I remember texting you saying, do you need me to bring anything when we did Claridge's, uh, my first gig with you? And you were like, no, no, I've got, got everything you need. And I was thinking maybe like a sparkly dress or something. Oh my gosh, no, a full-on crystalled, lace, beautiful Giovanni dress. Just absolutely sensational with headpiece. And you have some amazing costumes. Do you have a favourite one? I do like the the, the signature black corsets. Mm. I do like those. I mean, they've been around. We've used them for so long and we've just adapted them and updated them. Um, I do like them, but I, I am very, uh, at the moment, I keep... 
uh, I, I'm keeping the vision of for a long time now I've wanted to uh, lo- and this has been you've got to be able to dance in it mm-hmm. and it's got to suit everyone um, but I would love a suit a very gorgeous suit everyone in lovely suits waistcoats cummerbands bow ties the lot all tailor fitted like beautifully that is what I'm putting out there at the moment we're putting it out there but you have to create these costumes very cleverly in the way that you know you know that sometimes girls are pregnant and they have they need a little bit more space um sometimes you've just lost a little bit of weight or you've got on a little bit like even if the costume's going to the same person that person varies all the time so their costume has so much uh, involved um with the costume making it has to be you have to be so careful when you go to take things off the high street because it needs to look luxury it needs to be luxury and um you don't want to see someone else in it at the party no definitely not no I watched the motherland Christmas special last night when Amanda turns up at Christmas dinner with her ex. What a great Because show. of the suffrages sale, darling. <laughs> Tracy, what is the best thing about your job? Working with people like you, Harriet. It oh, is. Trace, I love it you. It really is. Yeah, that's that's what keeps me alive and what what gets me up and doing it. It's just working with the talent and the lovely people. It's it's the thing that drives me. It's just it's getting to work with amazing people and to create something that we all love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And have you got one piece of advice that you would give to anybody out there who is a dancer or a creative or a business owner or choreographer, anything that falls under your fabulous Tracy Dennis umbrella? One piece of advice that you could give to anyone listening? I think we all have quiet moments in the career, in our career, because that's just the way it rolls. And no one really likes that, especially me. And I have to kind of give this advice to myself as well and tell myself this on a regular basis. You just have to stay, I think, staying focused Mm -hmm. in the quiet times and doing what you can to um, just work on yourself and your career when you have the time. And that does sometimes uh, involve budget and money which you sometimes haven't got but there's a lot of things you can do that it doesn't you know just read an email just reminding someone of you you know and just it's the motivation it is so hard it is so hard as we all know but I think if you want to stay in this game you have to be sure that you want to stay in the game Mm -hmm. and if you are sure of that then there will be good times bad times quiet times busy times and in those quiet times I think it's just good to um just to prepare reset and yeah it's key you have to you have to do it you might not feel like it (laughs) no I know but that is I know January is so 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 quiet but Tracy thank you so much for today honestly it's just been such a pleasure to sit down and talk to you about everything you've created and everything you have achieved I know my listeners will will love listening to it and just be so inspired by your story and how you created a job for yourself and for so many people and before you go I've just got to ask because I ask all my guests this if you could just sign off the podcast by saying the title of the podcast thanks that's all for today thanks I'm sorry that's very good for you I'm just sorry I was like preparing as well as like I know you were so on it as well right I'm sorry I need to stop talking okay I'm gonna silence myself and let you do your best QVC presenting voice (laughs) 
Thanks. That's all for today. Woohoo! Oh, Trace!